You're listening to the Platte River Bard. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Platte River Bard. This is Chris Berger. And I'm Sherry Berger. And we are here today with Hal France, the instructor of musical theater at UNO. Thank you, Mr. France, for talking with us this afternoon. Welcome. Thank you. My pleasure. We're talking with Mr. France this afternoon because there's kind of a big deal coming up. It is the first time they have done something like this. They are putting together the UNO Summer Musical Theater Academy. Auditions are coming up soon. Tell us about this big festival that's coming up. Well, thanks, Chris. Um, We're very excited uh, to be launching the UNO Summer Musical Theater Festival. Uh, Academy, rather, um, right. and uh, as you as you said correctly, we are just about to getting to auditions, and this is a great occasion for me to be able to say to anyone that's listening that um, this is a, an opportunity for Omaha Metro Area high school performers and theater tech students. Um, we are going to be producing the musical Fame. Um, right. uh, starts rehearsal June the 6th. It opens on July the 1st. Auditions are coming up the next two Saturdays with callbacks on the Sunday, April 10th. Our auditions are March 26th and April 2nd. Absolutely. There's a there's not there's a website where people can register and sign up for an audition time. So is this for Omaha students or what about the outlier students? From other schools. Well, it's, it is an evening rehearsal schedule. Generally speaking, you know, we're thinking about a radius for for daily travel in and out. So therefore, we, we, we haven't extended it terribly far. We've been promoting it in the Omaha area. So it okay. is... It is mainly serving the Omaha Metro. And and this is going to be for all high school students. And I noticed you also denoted all students who are currently in high school and also maybe students who might be graduating this year. They are still eligible for it, as well as students coming into being freshmen this coming fall, that they are also eligible for this as well? You've got it. That's exactly right. Okay, so that's a pretty wide range. It's just being put on by the UNO College of Communications, Fine Arts and Media, the School of Arts, and the UNO Theater. I've, I've lived in Omaha since uh, 2005. I've been working around and here in Omaha since 1985. I was the director of the artistic director of Opera Omaha for 10 years. Okay. Um, I've done a lot of community collaboration, a lot of work here in town. We, of course, we start with the strength of UNO Theater, which is where I now work full-time as instructor of musical theater. But this is very much a community partnership, and we have, we're working very closely with Omaha South High School that has, for the last five, six years, been putting on a summer musical that uh, included students from all of the Omaha school districts. And so that was kind of the, the kickoff point for this idea is to continue that opportunity to offer a great experience for students to work and meet their peers in a production during the best time of year, which is what I consider the summertime, not only the best time of year, but the best time of meeting people, best time of discovering, having that freedom that sometimes lets something really get kicked off in your life that can then have some legs and continue take you into your future. So we really look at the summertime as being a great chance for young 
talent and for young people in general to to have that self-empowerment and self-discovery. And so we're very much working with the community. It's tuition-free because of community support and because UNO is really stepping up to the plate with this project and really wants it to be successful. And it's all coming out of a great theater community, which you guys are very much a part of. And not only that all of our theater companies and our training programs, but our high schools um, that have tremendous uh, programs. And so uh, I've been observing musical theater in this area for a long time and, uh, and admiring and thinking of the potential of it, but also wanting to, now that I'm at the undergraduate level, really start to reach out and see what can we do to contribute to all of the great opportunities that come in through our high school programs. And so, you know, we'd like to contribute to it at a, at a, at a college level. So that's kind of what's kind of been behind our desire to offer this program. Excellent. Well, and you talk about the relationship you have with Omaha South High School for the Fame musical. It looks like your uh, your musical director is going to be Tyler Grutenmeyer from Omaha South High School, the vocal studies. The, your choreographer, Dominic Brown, also from Omaha South High School as well. Yeah, we're so excited to have both Tyler and, and Dominic on our on our team. And they're joined actually by Vincent Orduna, who's yes. a, who is a, whose who's family and, and whose sort of legacy in the Omaha area is very strong in the arts community. He has a, a cousins and relatives who are very much involved in the Omaha arts scene, okay. but he left the area to study in New York. And then when he began his career, he, he began it in the Seattle area. So we have him coming in from Seattle and he is a Omaha Central grad and knows the community well, but, but uh, he's kind of bringing his experience because he has done a lot of training programs and productions for young people in the Seattle area. So we're really lucky to have him nice. and teaming up with Dominic, who's a real force in the area, a very talented choreographer and dance teacher who's got several dance studios out in Elkhorn. And Tyler, who's still very young, a young man, but very, very, very accomplished choral and musical director. So we're thrilled to have this team. Nice. This nice. is such great experience for for kids to to do and and to really develop their love of theater and give them another opportunity to do theater in the summer that they may not be getting where they are. So this is really exciting stuff. And I see that um, Jocelyn Reed is going to be your costume designer. We just interviewed her for across the street and then I saw her perform. So that's oh, exciting. Yes. <laughs> she's doing all the costumes for it. <laughs> yeah, she's one. She is soon to be an alumni of UNO Theater. We're really proud of Jocelyn. She's, as you, as you mentioned, graduating as, as a design concentration major, but she also uh, performs and, and she has a great mind. Crossing the street was her brainchild. She, she uh, thought of the whole idea and, and, um, and she's a marvelous costume designer and we're really happy she's gonna be yeah. working with us. So for someone who is a high schooler who's interested and wants to do the auditions, what types of things would they need to prepare for in order to come to auditions? Yes, our auditions will have two parts. One part is going to be a singing audition. And for that, they would bring a song. We always say, you know, musical theater parlance, 16 to 32 bar 
cut, okay. which is really code for two minutes of, of a song. Right. As, you know, some songs are longer than that. It, it's it's a song. People should bring a song that they know very well. Okay. They shouldn't like overthink and try to do something that they'd like to be able to do, but aren't quite there. A simple song is often what we want to know. We want to we want to hear their voice and see how they handle music. And the other part of the audition is a dance audition. And for that, there's no preparation except to bring good dance shoes and loose fitting clothing so you can move. And that would be with Dominic who will sort of warm everybody up and teach steps. And usually that happens in, in groups. So that's the sort of two parts of the audition. And so for some of the technical people, because I'm more of a behind the scenes kind of person myself, <laughs> I'm much more comfortable in that role. What kind of theatrical experience, technical experience are you looking for there? And how would they get involved? You know, this, there'll be varying degrees of technical experience, depending on where they are in school and, and what their, what their background is. In that, in terms of the technical theater applications, it's the same application, but on that application, you would obviously show your preference for, for working in something like design or stage management or, or sets, costumes, lights, sound. All of those options are there. You could put all of them, all of the options, because I find a, like a lot of young people who are drawn to theater and like working on the technical side often like working in any aspect of it. So we, are, we you know, aren't going to make sort of a judgment, but there is for more experienced people, there'll be an opportunity if they want to put their resume down. And they certainly would be able to describe what their interests are. And, and that's really important to hear from their own voices, like what it is that they love about it and what are they looking for. We, we will make assignments because what we're going to do in the technical theater area is assign people to a department. They'll be together, but they'll also be working underneath a designer or, or department head. And so it, it'll be a training and learning while doing kind of exercise more than, say, sitting in the classroom. Sure. Costume people will work in the costume shop and then they'll be part of a wardrobe crew. Set people will work in the shop and then be part of the running crew, people working with lighting designer will get training on the tech technology and then would be part of the, the running of the show in, in the in electric. So, you know, it's we have a we have a, a lovely black box theater which you've been in mm -hmm. and and that is sort of the home of the summer academy. So all of the facilities we have there and we have some wonderful new technology. It'll be a chance to work on some good equipment, maybe for some people that they don't have the chance to do in their high schools. Yeah. So that'll be good. And and then of course we, we have this rather special final night and final venue. We actually are doing this in two venues and one yeah. of them and this on July 3rd, we are moving to a, a beautiful new out, outdoor amphitheater in downtown Omaha. Yes. yes. Ah, the new one. Yeah, the brand. Jean Leahy Mall. Yes, it looks absolutely wonderful. So the kids get to do the last performance on the big new stage that is really cool that is exciting and you'll have a lot of people stopping by for that <clears throat> well and in speaking of that and, and and that's at the end of it and it looks like as you guys are kicking this off you guys are going to have like a, a kind of a special guest uh what you call it a master teacher q smith who is from the omaha area and she's currently on broadway and come from away as the character hannah and she's also 
She did the played, yeah, fame on fame. Broadway mm-hmm. as the character of uh, Mabel Washington. So that's, that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Well, well, thank you guys for doing your homework. I really appreciate <laughs> it. She uh, was a great friend. She grew up in Omaha. She went to North. She came to UNO for a while until she needed to go to a more detailed undergraduate musical theater program because she knew what she wanted. And so she eventually she went to Ithaca College. And after she graduated, she started auditioning on Broadway. And 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 for the last, I don't know how many years it's been, uh, 15 to 20 years, I would think she's been in shows. She's been in lots oh, of yeah. shows. She's like the first African-American play a role in uh, Disney Mary Poppins. She's she's like sung with all these people, Wynton Marsalis, Gladys Knight. Oh, she's had a, a wonderful career and she's a wonderful person and she is dedicated to teaching. And so we're lucky that we're getting her on the tail end of her week that she's spending with the Nebraska High School Theater Academy at the Holland Center, where she'll be the sort of host and main teacher for their awards showcase week. And she'll work with she'll work with the high school students that will be assembled for that. And then she's going she agreed to stay over an extra day so she could meet our group and talk to them about lots of things. But uh, because she was in the 2003 cast of fame on Broadway, that of course uh, seemed like, but I would have her at, at, oh, yeah. no matter what. She is a, a real spark of life and, and a great inspiration. So I love Q. Oh, for sure, yeah. And that's a, that's a real special thing for those kids to actually get to talk to uh, somebody uh, who's done it well and, and yeah. is currently doing it yeah. I mean, she's doing it right now yeah <laughs> but yeah she's uh, awesome. she, she's been in come from away since it opened yeah. and and she was part of its development process so she's that's that's her nice. show yeah nice and you probably get a lot of that with your students just the reinforcement that they can actually do theater and and how you can encourage them that that probably has to be very rewarding as well, but it it probably is something that you just see every day. Absolutely, you know it's it's such a, it's so interesting to uh, I love working with young people and and right now I've, I'm having opportunities to meet with a lot because I'm visiting schools for this project and yeah. getting to ask them some questions and get responses and. Generally speaking, as, as you two know very well, it, this is sort of generated by, by a, you know, a, a strong passion. And, you know, it could be a lots of reasons why someone wants to do this. I guess, I guess right now, right now, I, the, the, the thing that's popping into my head is that one of, one of the most inspirational figures in the world today is, of course, the president of Ukraine, who... Uh, you know, <laughs> makes everybody who's ever come out of the theater world, like, firstly, first of all, astonished because there's no absolutely no explanation for his courage and, and what and what he's doing that can be traced back to a theater background. I mean, yeah. except that he's a very good communicator and a passionate person who's figured out so many things about life and and connecting with people and so he's an inspirational figure but i but i i guess i when i think about theater but also the arts in general because i really come more out of a musical background it's that desire to to communicate and that special sort of zone of that those sort of precious moments when you are in performance in one form or another and in that sort of you're stewarding 
material that is really designed to reach humanity in, in some way. And however you are channeling it as an actor or as a musician, it's that great platform that is, it's, once you sort of have tasted it, it's, it's hard to lose it, except that that platform, obviously now that platform is on the highest platform in the world in the case of Vladimir Zelensky. And, and there we see the power of communication and the power of empathy and the power of heart, you know. And, uh, you know, we, 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 we can't all be that, but what we all can be is our better selves. And so that's what I think, one of the things that I think is part of that theater magnetism. And that's really what we're trying to capture in this particular opportunity. In some cases, you know, it, it, it's an opportunity to, to test yourself, maybe to be challenged in ways that you haven't been, to, to certainly to be part of a group and to be part of a team and, see what, and feel what that means. And then to work with some new people and to be around some people you don't know. So it's, it's all of those things that can be part of a great experience. So you're hoping to do this again then next summer is the hope. Yeah. You know, this, as all new things uh, get started, you know, it, it, it's not like you can plan the whole thing out and have it all be like done and then you launch it. You know, we're, we're using the adrenaline of this to, to launch it quickly with the idea that in future years, we, we hope to do more with it. And so this is the first... I hope of many summers and and that the plan for the academy will grow to be more of an academy than that it will necessarily this year. So uh, more of a training ground and more of a place where we can get yeah. lots of sort of interesting programming going. So this year we're really focusing on fame and we're really going to try to do a great production of it and train in the process of doing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So why did you decide on fame? Was there something about this musical in particular? Well, that okay. that's, a, that's a really, that is a really, really good question. So <laughs> as I mentioned earlier that UNO, uh, not UNO, Omaha South High School had started uh, a series of musicals that go back a, a couple of years. And, and uh, of course, there was a, there was at least one year, two years when they didn't do one. And th their concept of the shows that they chose and what they did was their own community and the community of Omaha Public Schools and the diversity of Omaha. And they wanted to do shows that would feature our diverse cast. And so I don't know what our next show will be, but we always would like to be able to do that. Really feel very strongly that, you know, in the theater world, and, and the evolution of the theater world. And it, it is still evolving in terms of how equitable it is and, and, and all of that. We want, we want to really reach out to all of Omaha, all parts of it, and its diversity, which is a beautiful part of Omaha. And so fame is a piece that has characters of many, many different backgrounds. And so that's... That's why we chose it. And also it's, we've seen a lot of musicals that feature characters are, that are young people. And uh, Fame was way ahead of itself in 1988, but even when the movie came out in 1980, you know, uh, featuring the high school for the performing arts and, and kids that were aspiring to develop themselves in the arts. 
and Evan Hansen and and so many other shows yeah. uh, that we've seen endless amount of the mean girls so many different shows yeah. feature high school age lead characters and mm-hmm. fame is very much that case so it's a perfect it's a great show for young people yeah hey. perfect fit yeah. yeah and a very uplifting that was that was a very famous movie of my youth and not every student that i have met has ever heard of it i'm um, the song the, the theme song is what like what they know the most yes mm-hmm. and uh but it's been a while since the tv series and and so yes. uh you know anyway that's right i forgot about the tv series yeah. that's right that ran for several years um yeah so now uh you are the instructional musical theater at uno and uh i believe you came there in 2019 um now was that coming off straight off of your decade with no Opera no Omaha, uh, or, or what I, i've had a, UNO? i've had a lot of decades so uh, <laughs> we all have so, it's all good join the club. Uh, no no uh, <laughs> no uh it really was an opportunity I, I had done a little bit of teaching mainly as an adjunct professor i made my living primarily as a performing conductor of orchestra and opera and th- so that's been what I've done. And so when I finished with Opera Omaha in 2005, I went on to work as the executive director of the Kaneko for four years. Oh. But all that time, I was also freelancing, which is what something I've done since my career started. So I would be working in sort of a national circuit of opera companies and orchestras. And I was doing it at that point from Omaha, where which was my home. And when I would come home, I would do work in the community. I worked a lot of the Blue Barn, which which I love. We just finished doing a Sweeney Todd with Opera Omaha, which was yes. a lot of Blue Barn, yes. Blue Barn people. And mm-hmm. um, Suzanne Clement is a great friend of mine. Jill Anderson. Yes. So I, you know, I've had the privilege to be part of the community here, and really have enjoyed it. And that's it's one of the reasons I love it is because of the theater community and the nonprofit organizational community. So I was doing a lot of a lot of different things, but in 2019 they created the position of instructor of musical theater and I applied for it and got the job, which was really fortunate. And 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 it was an opportunity to do something that I thought for a long time would be really helpful. I I, I think UNO has some unique qualities at being a large metro university yeah. that is affordable. We have we have very hardworking students. I don't have very many students at UNO who also don't have jobs. It's not your typical like go away to college kind of college. It's more like yeah. uh, it's more of an urban kind of college university. And those qualities lend themselves, I think, very well to things that like what we have at UNO Theater and the UNO School of Music, which is outstanding. And I'd like to see UNO because I think it's the ideal place to offer a much more fleshed out training in musical theater on the undergraduate level to kind of follow what a path that a lot of high school students take in being involved in lots of shows. We're kind of trying to join in the continuum of of what's going on in the area. And so uh, that's really why I started to do it in 2019. Uh, Had a lot of support from uh, then director of the School of the Arts, Jack Zerbe, and our Dean, Michael Hilt, 
and Stephen, who you know well, Stephen Williams, our unit yes. coordinator, mm -hmm. and also at that time Washington Garcia at the at the School of Music. So there was lots of support. And now and now we're very blessed to have our new chancellor, Joanne <laughs> Lee. It's such a great name. She's such a great person, our new chancellor. And so uh, excellent. So you know, I'm optimistic that we're going to be able to build the program at UNO, and that's and for me at this stage in my life that is something I want to do because yeah. I, it's an opportunity to sort of give back and contribute and, and uh, work with the next generation. Oh, that's ah. really exciting. Yeah. And you get to build something. That's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how did you start out? Where did you go to school and, and wh where did you start in theater? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, let's see. <laughs> the old question. Ah. This is all, no, but it, no, it's just, it's just the long it's a long answer that sure. I'm going to try to avoid. Yeah, okay. um, <laughs> All right. Yeah. You know, I, I guess my theater experience, uh, I, I, I did a little bit in, in grade school, but not very much, nothing in high school. And then, uh, oh. and, and then, and it was music that was my vehicle to get into the theater. And, okay. and I started out as a serious uh, piano student and had, accomplished quite a bit there but eventually had to say well what am i going to do with my piano talents and and an answer came that in a summer in a summer experience when they needed somebody to play rehearsals for an opera at a little theater in um aspen colorado where i was at the time uh the the wheeler opera house and uh i started playing for a production there and it led it led me back to new york where i then started working in opera so my so my theater was started out as opera okay and i did that for a long time i graduated i that was at juilliard and then i went on to get my masters at oh. cincinnati and then i and then i started working at the houston grand opera in houston texas which was a up-and-coming american company and they did great things and i got to be my 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 debut production was an opera uh, but it was directed by hal prince and it was the first time he had ever worked in opera. He had just finished the Sweeney Todd. And so while in Houston, I got to work with lots of people from both the opera and musical theater world and got a lot of experience and a lot of pit time. So that in four years, I started my career as a conductor and started freelancing around the country, wow. working in, in opera. And then I was lucky enough to join an, an orchestra as a musical director in mid 1990s. and. So what I want to go back to saying is that I, I started out in, in music, but when it really the when the vibe really hit me was playing in a theater okay. for people who are doing a play. And I found that the whole experience of that merging of those arts that is part of both musical theater and opera was really what that pushed my buttons, you know. And <laughs> That's so, what did it, yes. Yeah. yeah. So so I've always loved that kind of blend of of those of those forms, storytelling through the musical form, and all of the other forms that are part of what we do. So anyway, that's that's how I got involved. Wow! So you didn't come to Omaha and 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 do theater here. You were really outside of Omaha for a long time. Yeah, I grew up. I grew up in New Jersey. Yeah. Um, I, I uh, went to school in Vermont. Then I went to Northwestern in Chicago, which was my first time in the Midwest. And then, surprisingly, I was not surprisingly, I spent uh, most of my life in the Midwest. I, I then went to Cincinnati, 
And I have to say, I went to Texas, which is not the Midwest. It's right. Texas is Texas. It is. Yeah. Um, Another country. Um, but, <laughs> but then I came to Omaha in 1985 via one of my mentors and, um, and loved it, but but I didn't really I didn't settle here for another twenty years, wow. and so okay. you know, I I came and went. I did a lot of work here, as I said, I was the artistic director and did lots of shows and got to know the community. And so in two thousand and five, I was really happy to to be a resident here. Yeah. You know. So what what have what is your wise sage um, wisdom to to anyone interested in theater or or you really kind of done opera and theater both so someone who's interested in both of those venues what is your wise sage advice that you've had with all of this experience well you know i i think i don't know that i have any sage (laughs) advice for anybody but theater is is one of the more self-explorational anything you can do and disciplines uh pursuits and, and it really is about knowing who you are. And as Nancy Pelosi said, says, knowing your why. And I would say, know your why, you know, uh, why, are, why are you doing what you're doing? Because when you have that self-knowledge, whatever you do, and, and we all find ourselves, we all are in search of finding that place where things really click for us, right? And so, yeah. but knowing why you're doing something and also knowing that it's deep down what you're supposed to be doing that uh makes a huge difference in your life and so it's not it's not an overnight process some for some people it takes longer than others we're privileged when we get to be able to do something we love and 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 there may be lots of ways to participate in it because we also do have to make a living and so there are realities that are also part of all of this so yeah um yeah, dream big and uh, learn, know your why and uh, work hard. You know, I guess that's all I could say. Oh, I think that's great advice. And I, th- I think a lot of artists think that because they're maybe not doing their art, whatever type of art it is, full time, that they're not really an artist. Right. But you, you, can, you can work and you can have a family and, and do it as, as a hobby or, or just be involved and it doesn't make you any less of an artist. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I agree with that. And, um, you know, I, I, th- I think people live uh, very creative lives, especially in the way they combine their, what, all the things that they want to do. And sometimes, very much often, it's, it's having a family and what that means, but also having a voice and developing their voice, which Lots of people in our area do. It's one of the things I admire about the theater communities of both Omaha and Lincoln. And there's there's a lot of really talented people that are working right. around. Yes, and, yes, there are. So if you were a conductor, <clears throat> how many musical instruments did you have to learn? Well, uh, you know, that's a good question. I, actually, I only know one. Oh, the piano? Yeah. Yes. Oh. Piano. Thank you. You, you got it. <laughs> I, I, I wish I, I wished uh, that I had background, particularly in a string instrument. I wish that had been part of my yeah, training, but it was too. not. It was not. Yeah. But uh, piano has served me very well. It's, it's a very useful instrument. And I learned all, all my music, obviously. I have the piano there as a tool to learn music. And, and, and it, was, it gave me some of my best opportunities. And it still does. Because that's real. I really were. I'll be there all night tonight working on our rehearsals at UNO. So. Yeah. Well, I guess that makes sense. A conductor doesn't have to know every instrument. Well, 
there are some that do you know and i actually i know some that know lots of instruments and teach lots of instruments but oftentimes they're teaching and doing the great work of teaching uh younger people how yeah. to play in bands and orchestras and things like that yeah because mm-hmm. because it, it's its own kind of talent to be a, a conductor you can't not just any musician could could do that even if they could play a couple of instruments i don't know that any anyone could just walk into a conductor well and you know uh it. It, it really depends what you it really depends what you want to do I, for me it was that i really found the whole experience of being part of bringing the whole together that galvanized me and yeah. so I was there playing. I was just like one of the many people involved in the thing. And and I wanted to be in that position where I would be sort of generating and, and pulling all of the energy of the group together. And so that's really what I think a conductor does is they yeah. they harness the energy of the of the group and try to make it unified. And so yeah. um, that's that's how I got into it. Not by knowing. I, 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 it's really a daunting thing to know all the things. You can't know everything that all the people you work with know. Right. Uh, you have to just, you have to respect what they know and you have to find a common purpose, help mm-hmm. lead it. That's kind of what I do. That's great, though. That's really good preparation for your leadership roles that you've had since then. Yeah. So thank trust you for sharing Trust in others' expertise. That. Yeah, trust in others' expertise. That's right. <laughs> you, you hired them for a reason. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Now, now trust. That's right. Now have to trust teach them. them. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's great. That's very true, Chris. Yes. Yeah. Trust. Trust is a big thing. It trust is a big is. thing. It's a huge thing. And, yeah. and yeah. sometimes, yeah. some sometimes some of us have a hard time giving up some of that trust. Yeah. <laughs> that that yeah. can happen. <laughs> so just to make sure we get this in. Um, Sorry, I'm yeah. talking about other no, things No, it's here. okay. <laughs> the UNO Summer Musical Theater Academy. Now, we're talking about auditions for this coming up on March 26th. And those will essentially be uh, almost all-day auditions from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And then April 2nd, also 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Now, to register for this, very easy. Go to tinyurl.com slash U-N-O dash auditions. Pretty easy. Tinyurl.com slash U-N-O dash auditions. Any questions at all that you have for anybody, you can contact Mr. France, Hal France at hfrance at unomaha.edu. <laughs> All right, make sure we get there. You got it. Um, you, you can also just, you can now just Google, if you say UNO Summer Musical Theater Academy or any part of that, it'll bring you to the UNO webpage for the Academy. Okay. And on that, it'll take you to that site that you mentioned, Chris, which has got on it a registration page and a scheduling page and lots of other things sort of to get information and sort of learn about what it is. But yes, I thank you very much for saying, I'm I'm happy to hear from people. They can email me at hfrance at unomaha.edu. Yes. Excellent. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us about this. I think this is a really exciting thing. And um, I'm really glad that you're doing this and, and giving these opportunities to the high school students. 
And I'm, I really look forward to seeing what you all produce and talking to you again. And thank you very much. I really do appreciate it a lot. Uh, thanks for your time and thanks for what you do. Oh, oh no, absolutely. Uh, it's really, it's really <laughs> helpful to, to uh, our community. So well, thank you. It's well, always a pleasure meeting so many talented people. Yes, we really appreciate it. It's the funnest part about this is, is we get to go around and meet yeah. everybody and everybody's great. So it's always fun. And once again, thank you. Thank you to uh, Mr. Hal France the instructor of musical theater at UNO. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Hal. We really thank appreciate you. your time. I, I do appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for listening and supporting the arts in the Platte River area and beyond. Please subscribe to our podcast so you are sure to catch all of our future episodes and join us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Music for this podcast was used with permission by Screaming Skull Productions. See you next time on the Platte River Bard.